I'm Martine Powers. This is an election update from Post Reports. So what is the challenge that Joe Biden is facing right now when it comes to the Midwest? So it's an area that has two parts of Biden's coalition. Black voters in urban centers like Detroit and Milwaukee and suburban white voters, those are the ones that he's trying to hold on to and mobilize to vote. But there's also this battle over white working class voters, particularly those who went for Trump in 2016 after supporting Obama in prior elections. And just a few thousand votes either way could really make the difference. So Biden's challenge right now is trying to to figure out the right tone and the right message. My name is Matt Viser, and I'm a national political reporter at The Washington Post. And of course, Biden is trying to strike the right tone in messaging in the Midwest at the exact moment when incidents there have been the epicenter of conversation and protests about racial injustice. The conventions that we saw over the past few weeks were really sort of the opening round of this fight. And we saw each side present their own arguments. And Biden really made this about Trump's mismanagement, largely around the coronavirus. Just judge this president on the facts. Five million Americans infected by COVID-19. More than 170,000 Americans have died. By far the worst performance of any nation on earth. But then Trump, the week after, really went hard on this message about law and order. The Republican Party condemns the rioting, looting, arson, and violence we have seen in Democrat-run cities all. And he pointed to the looting and the protests that were happening in American cities like Kenosha and Portland. Like Kenosha, Minneapolis, Portland, Chicago and New York, and many others, Democrat-run. And I think that that has really taken over the conversation over these past week or two. And so that's what Biden is trying to respond to now, is is trying to encompass the lawlessness and the protests into his broader argument about Donald Trump. And, And it's really changed the nature of the conversation, at least for now. So how is Joe Biden doing that? What is the message that we're seeing him put out in the Midwest? There's a couple of different strands. One is that he continues to emphasize that most police officers are good. Most cops are are, are good. But the fact is, the bad ones have to be identified and prosecuted and out, period. It's an attempt to both channel, I think, the underlying reasons for the protest to talk about police reform, but he still goes out of his way to talk about most police officers being good. And he's also seeking to make clear that he supports peaceful protests, but not the looting or the violence. Rioting is not protesting. Looting is not protesting. Setting fires is not protesting. None of this is protesting. It's lawlessness. Plain and simple. And thirdly, he's sort of emphasizing that all of this is taking place while Donald Trump is president. And so Donald Trump should be blamed for the scenes that Americans are seeing in these cities for creating the culture that is is leading to those those kinds of protests. Trump and Pence are running on this, and I find it fascinating. Quote, you won't be safe in Joe Biden's America. And what's their proof? 
the violence we're seeing in Donald Trump's America. These are not images of some imagined Joe Biden America in the future. These are images of Donald Trump's America today. But Biden is also really trying to continue to keep focus on COVID. He noted, for example, in this, in this speech that he gave on Monday. We're now on track to more than 200,000 deaths in this country due to COVID. More than 100,000 seniors have lost their lives to the virus. More cops have died from COVID this year than, than have been killed on patrol. And he's sort of trying to widen the frame, I think, of how Americans should look at safety, not just safety from police and the protests, but safety from their health, from the global pandemic, or safety from having a job and not being able to pay rent. And and so I, I think Biden is is trying to encompass kind of the law and order response into sort of a much wider framework of his indictment of, of President Trump. But it still seems like this is a pretty tricky moment for Biden. And you can imagine how easily he could alienate one of the demographics that he is that he is supposed to be able to appeal to, right? That you have Midwestern white people that might have voted for Trump. And part of the reason why Biden was an attractive candidate was because there is a world where those people could also vote for Biden. But then he's also supposed to be incredibly popular among Black people who are very loyal to President Obama. And if he veers too far in one direction or another in talking about the protests or talking about lawlessness or not giving enough due credence to systemic racial injustice, you can easily see how one of those demographics could take it the wrong way. And there's always been this tension within the Democratic Party. Should they try in 2020 to go get more Black voters to vote in in urban areas like Detroit? Or should they try to win back the white working class voters in areas like Macomb County outside of Detroit? Who, who went for Trump after voting for Obama previously. And, and I think this latest, you know, this past week or two it illustrates sort of the, the pull and push of, of where Biden should kind of align. And, and I think we're sort of seeing him trying to do a little bit of both, uh, where he is still trying to speak to anxieties of white suburban voters while not sort of giving up the messaging that they give targeting black voters. They have a new ad out today, the Biden campaign, where he and his running mate, Kamala Harris, who is the first black vice presidential nominee of a major party, it's all about sort of police reform and racial justice. Why in this nation do black Americans wake up knowing that they can lose their life in the course of just living their life? Part of the point of freedom is to be free from brutality, from injustice, from racism and all of its manifestations. We have to let people know that we not And, only and that ad is running in Michigan and North Carolina, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. So that ad is is geared at the, sort of the urban cities and, and areas that are predominantly black, whereas uh, some of his other messaging is is kind of geared at the white working class. So I, I think they're they're trying to walk this very fine line right now and do it somewhat delicately. And part of walking that fine line seems to be Joe Biden actually going out into the world and to the Midwest. What is the decision making behind this as the moment where we're starting to see Biden returning to travel, even though COVID continues to be a concern? 
Biden had intended to get back out a little bit on the campaign trail previously, but they'd looked at sort of Labor Day as a marking point. Instead, we're seeing Biden, uh, you know, in the week before Labor Day getting out. There's been a lot of concern among Democrats that he needs to do more. He needs to be more visible. Um, His campaign got a lot of calls from Democratic allies right after the Republican convention with deep concerns that the law and order message from President Trump was going to resonate if Biden didn't do more and get out more to respond to it. Democrats are so worried about repeating 2016 at a time when they felt like Hillary Clinton did not do enough, in particular in the upper Midwest. And she lost very narrowly. Wisconsin was 23,000 votes. Michigan was less than 11,000 votes. And and Pennsylvania was about 44,000 votes. Very small margins in in the election. And so they they think that Biden needs to do more. He needs to show that, that this is an area of the country that is vital. And we've always sort of known that this is where the election would be decided. These states that were very narrowly won by President Trump in 2016, the, the warning sign for Democrats is some polling, uh, especially in Wisconsin, indicating a significant drop in support for Black Lives Matter protests. And if that's the case, then there is a concern that the law and order message that Trump is putting front and center could be more effective. So that, I think, is why you're seeing Biden talking about his support for police or his opposition to defunding the police, as as President Trump keeps suggesting that Biden is in favor of. And that, I think, is why Biden is kind of trying to message that and, and cut against some of those, you know, the tightening in the polls. And, and so that's what we're seeing now is Biden today going to Wisconsin, he gave a speech earlier in the week in Pittsburgh. He's had events almost every day, it, you know, sort of a much quicker clip than than those of us covering him have been used to seeing him out of his house uh, in Wilmington. Um, and, and I think that's all in response to this idea that that he needs to do more. He needs to be more visible. He needs to make more trips. So they're doing it in a, in a way that's a little bit different from how President Trump travels. The events are, are still relatively small. Uh, most things will be with people in masks, with people socially distant in smaller rooms. Um, I think the campaign has, they did like, there was a moment after the convention, after his nomination and, and his speech, where he went outside and there were fireworks and there were cars. So it was almost like a drive-in movie kind of scene. And I think they liked that. They felt like it was still, people were still safe. They were still distant. They were outside. So they could replicate something like that. But I think they're very cautious and conscious of not wanting to be seen as doing things that are not safe for their supporters and also sort of modeling behavior. And and again, keeping on the theme of the coronavirus being the utmost thing that they think voters care about, they want to showcase that they are responding to that. And, and so if they had a big rally or they had a, a, an event with lots of people in close proximity, it would run counter really to their whole campaign message. So I think they're very cautious about, about how they do the campaigning. And it seems like that idea of responsible campaigning ties into this central theme that it it seems like the Biden camp is really trying to go for, the sense that Biden is the adult in the room, that yes, things are complicated, yes, things are scary, but he is a person who can keep the peace, who is trustworthy, who won't alienate big swaths of the country. Do you feel like that is 
an effective strategy for him? I think that it could be. He's packing a lot under sort of mismanagement, Trump's mismanagement of a whole range of things in his mind, whether that's the coronavirus, whether that's racial unrest, whether that's the economy or foreign policy. He, he's, he's kind of trying to have a broad framework that you can fit a lot of things into, into a broader indictment of President Trump. But the leading edge of what they talk about is is the coronavirus. Um, and so it's almost like you're having the candidates having two different conversations about what the race is about. And the question kind of over the next couple months is, is who's who's louder and who's, you know, more in tune with voters and what they want to hear. Matt Viser is a national political reporter for The Post. That's it for this segment of Post Reports. Full episodes of our show come out every weekday afternoon. You can subscribe at postreports.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Martine Powers. Thanks for listening.